Good morning. Today's the first daf of Psachim. Very excited to start a new Masechta. And today's shir is Le'ilu Nishmas Ben Sion Ben Ze'ev Avram Halevi. May his memory have, uh, may his memory be a blessing and may his neshama have an aliyah. Um, let's just start with a brief introduction and one of the questions that will trigger the structure of the Masechta is why is it called Psachim? Psochim is in plural, like many Pesach would be in similar, and this is Psochim. We don't find it's called Sukkot, it's Meseches Sukkah, Yuma, Rosh Hashanah, it's all in the singular, why is Psochim in plural? So the one answer is because they're actually two Pesachs. What are the two, what are the Psochim? Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni. A second answer given is that there's actually almost two Mesechtas in this, and there's two facets to Pesach, um, highlighted by our, by the fact that we're in Golos, and that is there's the mitzvahs that are relevant to Pesach every year, every generation, in all times and all places, and then there's the Pesach to do with the Korbanot, the the Korban Pesach, etc., and that... uh, and that's a, a second Pesach, a second aspect of Pesach that we don't have. Again, there's the mitzvahs of Chomets and Matzah and uh, the Seder Nat, etc. That's relevant to every single Jew, uh, Jew through all time. And then there's the Korbanot, um, the, specifically the Korban Pesach. Now, and some even had this Mesechta almost in two parts. The, part, the first four prokim and the last perek to do with the Pesach at the moment. And then the other, the middle paragraphs to do with the, the Korban Pesach and Pesach Sheni kind of as a second part. Okay, that's the one question. Why is it in plural? A second question that had, uh, with one beautiful idea to start the Mesechta is, um, what is the Torah called Pesach? I mean, interesting enough, Pesach more refers to Erev Pesach, if you look in the Chumash. And therefore, and um, some go so far as to discuss, like the Vulna God in Hilchus Avelus discusses, well, if Pesach is referring to Erev Pesach, then we're saying that Erev Pesach is a Yom Tov, and there's good grounds to say that an Ovel, he, you know, he gets up for, even if it's in the middle of his Avelus, he gets up on Erev at, at Yom Tov, maybe he should get up at Erev Pesach. So there, and there are a few other Nafkaminas where we see that Erev Pesach is actually Yom Tov. But again, in um, um, in, Pesach, in, uh, in the Chumash, it's called Chag Hamatzos, not Pesach. So why do we call it the fest? Why do we call the festival Pesach? Name the Mesech, the Psochim, etc. So one interesting answer I heard in the name of the Kedushas Levi, that's Rav Levi Yitzhak Merdichev, is that we found Batfilin, we learned in Maseches Brochus, that Batfilin, we said we have Tfilin, which express our pride and our declaration of Hashem as one and unique. Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad is what is in our Tfilin, our, our, our pride our relationship with Hashem. And the Gemara there says, what does it say? Hashem wears tefillin. And what does it say in Hashem's tefillin? Mi kamcho Yisrael, goechot ba'aretz, etc. It's Hashem takes pride in His relationship and His connection to us. And that, so we see that there is this dual aspect. And if you look at the mitzvahs regarding Pesach, um, we find that the mitzvah of Chag Hamatzos, Matzah is actually 
in a way, the praise of the Jews. Um, the psukim, the psukim bring that the Jews left Egypt in a hurry to follow Hashem blindly into the desert. It was a huge expression of emuna and love of Hashem. So that's why Hashem calls it Chagamatzos, because that's the special aspect to Him. How the Jews, He's um, what's special about the Jews to Him. Whereas for us, what's the Korban Pesach represent? That Hashem protected us from the Malachamoves that went through destroying. Um, destroying Egypt. So that's our special aspect. So that would fit in very well why we call it Pesach, because that represents, to us, that's what dear about it, Hashem protected us. Whereas in the Chumash, it's Hashem speaking, it's called Chagamatzos. Just interesting enough, they bring a similar example, he brings another example of that is, if you look in the Chumash, it discusses the Lulav and Esrog, the four species first, and then the actual Sukkah. Whereas in the Gemara, which is Torah Sheval Peh, which is the Jews speaking, it discusses first the Sukkah and then the four Minim. And if you think about it, it, it fits from this aspect. The Lulav and the, the four Minim are more us taking our property and doing a mitzvah to Hashem, so it's more dear to Hashem, whereas the Sukkah for us is more dear because that represents Hashem's protection, Hashem looking after us in the desert. So that's this interest, I thought, a very beautiful and uh, special idea. While we call it Pesach, whereas in the Chumash, and in the Chumash it is called Chag HaMatzos. Again, this idea, it's, it's expressing this dual aspect of Hashem's, let's call it pride in us and praise for us, on the other hand, and our praise for Hashem. Okay, let's start. Yeah, there's, yeah, bef- um, yeah there are four mitzvahs. The, f- the start of the Pesach is discussing it, start, it goes almost chronological. It starts with a story. And we actually will notice this with a lot of Masechtas. They start at the beginning and they go through. So it starts with the night of the 14th when we do Bedikas Chomets. And then it moves from that to discuss Chomets and Matz, etc., etc. And the last Perek is actually... And then yeah, later on in the day, on the 14th, you'd offer your Korban Pesach, which it moves to. And then in the last Perek, it discusses the Seder night. So it works through the day. Um... But so, so we're going to start with the discussion of Chomets and getting rid of Chomets and Bedikas Chomets. So there are actually four mitz- five mitzvahs, four negative commandments and one positive commandment associated with Chomets and this that we have to get rid of Chomets. The one is there's an Isur Achila, you're not allowed to eat Chomets. There's an Isur Hanor, the second one, you're not allowed to get benefit from Chomets. Thirdly, there's third and fourth of Bali Ro, Bali Motze. Chomets shall not be seen or found. That that gen, that basically refers to owning chometz, even if it's out of your reach, even if you're not actively getting benefit from it. Just having chometz in your possession is a problem. We'll discuss those mitzvahs. Many actually learn it's it's the same mitzvah with just two negative commandments. Some learn there is a subtle difference, but maybe we'll discuss that when we discuss those mitzvahs. So those are the four negative commandments, and then there's a positive commandment: mitzvahs asay shall they call it mitzvahs asay shall tashbishu tashbishu the mitzvah to destroy chometz. Now, Bedikas Chometz is part of the mitzvah of destroying Chometz. It's uh, you searching and seeking after Chometz so that you can destroy it. Um, and this, and there's three aspects to this part of getting rid of Chometz. There's Bedikas Chometz, that's searching for the Chometz. There's the Chometz that you find, that you do Bir Chometz, you burn or destroy the Chometz, that we'll discuss in the second parak. And then there's another aspect, Bittel, which uh, touches on a 
big question on the first Mishnah, but we'll start the Mishnah. But Bittal is simply nullifying the Chomets in your mind, getting rid of the Chomets. So for us, that's first, we'll keep in mind that the two aspects that we're going to discuss regarding getting rid of Chomets is this Bedika and Bittal, finding the Chomets to get rid of it and nullifying it, negating it in your mind. Let's start the first Mishnah. It says, On the night of the 14th, the Or, we're going to discuss, Or we translate as night, but what does Or actually mean? So on the night of the 14th, we checked for Chomets by the light of a candle. And then we say a rule regarding this particular. Anywhere you don't take Chomets, you don't have to search. Famous uh, point people make. Um, when we do Bedikas Chomets and get ready for Pesach, it's not a spring clean. It's getting rid of Chomets. So if in your house there's rooms and attics and cupboards where no one ever takes Chomets, or it's very unlikely that anyone took Chomets there, you actually don't have to check those places for Chomets. You only have to check places where people would have taken Chomets. Once we've mentioned that, Uvama Omru Beishuras Bamarte Mokom Shemachnisim Bochomets, is ah, oh, but wait, we've been taught that in a cellar you have to check two rows. I that uh, two rows. Now, who takes chomets into a cellar when you're going to choose when you're going to get a bottle of wine, etc.? Do you take uh, chomets? He says no. Shemachnisim boy chomets. It must be discussing a cellar where you take chomets. Rashi explains. For example, it's the cellar where if you needed wine during the meal, you'd go get there. So the person you sent to go chomets might be carrying his sandwich and he walks down there to choose a bottle of wine or a barrel of wine and he leaves his chomets there. So that he has to check the two rows again and must be a cellar where you do take chomets. If it's a cellar, um, you just leave your wine to mature there and no one ever takes their chomets there or very, very, very unlikely to chomets there, then you wouldn't actually have to check it. But we said you have to check two rows. Beishama Omri Beishuras Alpanei Kolam Martev. Beishama says two rows along the whole cellar. Beishil Omri Beishuras Achitzona Shehel El Yonos. Beishil El no, it's the two outer rows which are the upper rows. We'll discuss this in the Gemara where it analyzes exactly what Beishama and Beishilo mean. But there's a big and impo- uh, interesting, fascinating machlokas that, um, will, that will be clarified and stuff over the next few taps. I'll just mention it. Why do we do Bedikas Chomets? Why do we do Bedikas Chomets? So Rashi points out, that you don't transgress the two negative commandments of Finding or having chomets in your possession, and that's the so. What? Why are we doing bedikas chomets to save us from coming on and doing the isur to oraisa of uh, of having chomets in our possession? Tosfos asks on that. Says that doesn't make sense because shortly in uh, on Davov we're going to find it says haboydek tsorich sheyevatel umid the oraisa bebitul baalmasagi. So Tosfos says. If even if you're doing bedikas chomets, you still have to do bittel. You still have to say so. Even if you've searched your house from top to bottom and you found all your chomets and you're burning your chomets, you still have to do bittel. Say any chomets I own, I'm getting rid of. So Tosa says you can't come along and tell me it's to save you from the mitzvah the issue the rights of balirol balimotze, because anyway you have to do bittel. And to Oraisa, you only have to do Bittal. Again, Bittal is... Um, 
um, bitter is negating it in your heart. So whether, according to Torah law, how Tosos is learning, you don't actually have to do Patikas Chomet, you do have to do Bittel, but then how can, why would we say that you do Patikas Chomet to save you from Balyurah Balyumotze when you've already done, when you have to do Bittel anyway, and that's all you have to do. So Tosos answers, he says, it's not coming to save us from that, it's, it's coming to save us that you don't accidentally eat it. You're going, you, if you don't search for Chomets granted on Erev Pesach, you're going to say in your mind, any Chomets that's in my house is like the, the dust of the ground, and I don't care about it, and it's not mine anymore. So you say that. On Pesach, you're going through, you open the cupboard, you see a delicious cracker, and you decide to eat it. Or you go into your, one of the drawers, and you open it, and there's some... Uh, Kit Kats or something, and you accidentally eat it. So he says, no. So that's why Chazal came along and said, you have to do Badika in order to save you from accidentally eating it. The Ran, that's the commentary on the Rif in the back of the Gemara, he says differently. He says, the Orisa, you can actually do either Bittel or Badika. You can choose which one you want to do. You can either search for Chomets and get rid of it, and then you don't have to worry, or you can do Bittel and you don't have to search. But the rabbis came along and said you have to do both. Why did they say you have to do both? Um, because if you only did Bedikas Chomets, what happens if you forgot to check one of your cupboards? And there's Chomets there. As soon as you find it on Pesach, you transgress. Balirol Balimotze, like Rashi said, having Chomets. So that's why Doing Bedikah is not sufficient, again, in case you find some comments that you weren't aware of. On the flip side, if you only did Bittel, you know, sometimes you're not going to do Bittel, what Bittel? So, again, that's a, primarily that's in your heart and mind, you're saying my comments is like dust of the earth. Are you telling me that you're going to say that wholeheartedly about your fancy whiskies in your cupboard? And your and much of your other chomets and stuff that will be perfectly fine and sometimes quite expensive. You're telling me that when you do bittel, you're going to do it wholeheartedly. So they realized in case people don't do the bittika wholeheartedly, that as in case people don't do the bittel wholeheartedly, you also have to do bittel. So that's I think the run seems to be the favorite explanation. They all obviously they're all Rishonim and they're all valid. But again, that would be you have to do both Badika and Bittel. Doraisa, you can do either one and you fulfilled your obligation, Doraisa, of Tashbisu, of getting rid of Chomets. But Durabonan, there's the mitzvah you have to do both, as we explained, for the weakness in either of them. Okay, let's go into the Gomorrah. The first question of the Gomorrah, and this is going to take us well into tomorrow's stuff as well, um, um, but uh, into tomorrow's stuff, it says, my or, what does this word or mean? Before you learned Maseches Psachim, what, is, what did or mean? Obviously it meant light. So what does it mean, check on the light of the 14th? So Rafuna Omar Nigi, Rafuna says it means literally in the morning, and when it's night, when it's light, Rabbi Yehuda Omar Laili. Rabbi Yehuda says it means night. Now, course, after that, after Mando Omar Nigi Nigi Mamish, Mando Omar Laili Laila Mamish. Our initial assumption, which is we're going to analyze over the rest of today's daf, is that the one who said day meant literally you do Bedikas Chomets in the day. Right? So you wake up on Erev Pesach and you do Bedikas Chomets then in the day. Mando Omar Lal, he meant literally at the night. 
Now the, the Gomorrah is going to challenge this. The Gomorrah is going to try question and work out can or the starting point is can or really mean night or that and does it have to mean day? The one opinion says it means day and the other opinion says no it means night. So we have to kind of verify both. Can or be used in the context of night? And the other hand is, does it have to mean day? You kind of first have to get out of saying it has to mean day to be able to say that it can mean not. But that's the following list of questions. So this is the first one of about, I'm trying to remember how many, I think there are about 14 or 15 um, points to add um challenges on this no there's more than uh yeah challenges on this and what does it mean so we'll try to get through about eight uh, or so today so the first one is and we're going to basically bring from sukkim to try see whether this word or specifically means day or can it also mean not so it says basically they challenged this is against rav yehudu who said that it means night it says the boy care was or I day, and the men went were sent out. Went on their journey. This is the brothers of Yosef. They waited for day to travel. It says Alma or Yamamahu. We see that or means day. So the Gemara says not necessarily. Mixiv ha or boy care. Does it say the day when it was morning? I if or was written before boiker, then it would mean a, then it would be a noun. But it's not. It's written after boiker. Haboiker orksiv. Command Omar Safranar. It's like people say when the day dawned. The day got light. So that's what they said here. And then he adds, the Gomorrah adds that this is actually coming to teach us a lesson. A person must always leave their journeys bekitov. In the Psukim, when it says Hashem saw, in, in, in Bereshis, where it says Hashem created the, the, world, the light, it says Kitov. It was good, so this refers to when it's light. So when you start in your journey, it must be light. And when you and when you ending, you must make sure to camp, set up camp, or, far, or arrive at your destination, or, your, or the next city, when it is light. So the Kitov. That's what it says. So not telling us that that the boiker in the day is telling us that you should tra- they only left when it was light because you should wait for it to be light to travel there's a big discussion i mean this is this is uh, is discussed elsewhere but it seems from here that you should only travel when it's day does it make a difference nowadays that we have street lights and headlamps and uh, if you want to take that question one step further there's a big uh, you can ask any time we find mitzvahs that are unique to the night do they only apply? Do they apply only when it's dark, or even like nowadays when we can, or when you have candles, when you can have it full, fully lit? I know we generally say tzitzis. There's no mitzvah of tzitzis as night. What about if you in a brightly lit room? Is there no mitzvah of tzitzis anymore? Um, what was another example? I can't think offhand, but there are quite a few mitzvahs that are dependent on night that you might say, well, if it's light, these mitzvahs don't apply anymore. So maybe traveling. Would not necessarily apply anymore. Okay, let's go on to the next one. Mesivei uka or boike yisrach shemesh, and the or in the morning when the sun shi- when the sun shines, or like the morning, like the day in the morning, the sun will shine. But there or is before boike, so it sounds like it's a noun. Says alma or yamamu. We see clearly that or must refer to the day. 
So the Gemara answers not necessarily miksiv or boiker uka or boikeksiv. It doesn't say or boiker the day in the morning. It says uka or like the morning, like um, like the light of the morning. and this is how you read the pasuk uka or boiker like the bright morning light. But oilam hazeh in this world. The Olam Habo will be like the shining sun for Tzadikim in Olam Habo. The brightest light you can think of, you know, when the sun's at its strength in the morning, that's when, that's the Zrich Hashemesh for Tzadikim in Olam Habo. Okay, third challenge. Hashem called the Or Yom. Alma Or Yamamahu. We see that Or means day. So the Gemara says, not necessarily hafika amar lemeur uva karu yom. When it starts to get light, he called the day. Elo mayato velachoshes koralayla lemachshich uva koralayla. Oh well, then you're going to tell me when it says. So so we just said Hashem called the day the light day. We say, what does that mean? It doesn't mean that light that or is day. It means that when it starts to get light. Hashem called that day. Well, then you're going to have to tell me that when it says Hashem says called the darkness not, he said when it starts to get dark, that's not. It says, But wait, we say that when's it not? It says when the stars come, start to come out. So it's only, so when it starts to get dark, it's actually not yet night. So that can't be pshat. So, no, this is what that pasuk saying. Hashem called for the light and appointed it over the day. Uh, so he said, your mitzvah, your, you're in command over the day. And Hashem called darkness and he appointed it over the night. Um, And this is, um, so what we're saying, when it says, when it says in the Pasuk, Vayikra Elohim or Yom, Hashem called the Or Yom, he's not saying that Or means day. It's actually saying that Hashem, it's more, it's not as he called and he gave it a name. It's he called as he summoned, he gave it its mission to for the Or to shine to, in command of the day and the Choshesh to command in the night. There's an interesting discussion that they raise on this. Is darkness its own creation? Oh, and Matt, yeah, I might touch up on a, on a few of these proofs a bit later, but also, but let's just ask it here. Is darkness its own creation? Or is it just the absence of light? So I know the Maharal, the Ram, um, amongst others, um, say that it's its it's just the absence of light. Darkness is not a specific creation that Hashem made. It's just the absence of light. And where, where do we see this? Like also the, the many of many commentaries discuss this by Makas Bechoros. It's not Makas Choshech, the plague of darkness. Because there the Ramban says on the Chumash there, he says that darkness was a creation in its own right, unlike regular darkness, which is just the absence of light. Um, the Vilna gone amongst others learn that no, Hashem created light and He created darkness. It is a standalone uh, creation. Okay, that's just the interesting side discussion that comes up here. Let's go on to the fourth challenge. This is against Rav Huna who says that um, it means day. 
or lot. Says the, it says, all kolchovim of or praise Hashem. Alma or urtahu, we see that. Or actually refers to the evening, because star, it would make sense to read this pasuk as stars of the evening praise Hashem. So he says, no, hachi ka'amar. This is what, how you could read that pasuk. Halu kol now, all those stars that are or that shine should praise Hashem. You're telling me that the stars that shine should praise Hashem, but stars that don't, other celestial beings that don't shine, shine do not have to praise Hashem. But the Pasuk says, All celestial hosts and beings must praise Hashem. So even the stars that don't shine must praise Hashem. So it doesn't make sense to read that Pasuk as... Those that shine praise Hashem. Elohokamash Malanan must be coming to teach us the following. The or the Kolchovim Nami Orhu. That the light of stars is also considered light. What? Light of stars? What do you mean? What difference does it make? So he says, or if someone takes a nether against getting benefit that they won't get benefit from light. The Tanya, as we learned in the Braisa, if someone takes a nether that they won't get benefit from Light, they also not allowed to get benefit from the stars. I what that pasuk when it comes along and says, Hallelujah, or it's not teaching us that the star that or is evening, stars of the evening. It's not coming to say that the only stars that shine that are light have to praise Hashem, but it's really coming to teach us a halachic point that stars are considered light, even though their light is relatively little. If you take, if someone would take a nether not to get benefit, they would have to, um, um, sorry, they would not be allowed to get benefit from light. So halachically, starlight is considered light. Okay, the fifth, the uh, fifth um, discussion. Macy Baylor or Yakum Rotzer Yaktil Ani Evion by or. The Rotzach will get up and he'll kill the poor and the destitute. Or Velayla, Yehi Keganov, and at night he will be like a Ganov. But the fact that the Pasuk in its second clause says, at night he will be like a thief, Alma or Yamamahu, the or, the word or must mean referred to today because it says, in the day he will be established as a Rotzach, or the murder will get up. And at night he'll be so, by the contrast of Laila and or, it seems that or is day. So, no, the Gemara answers, not necessarily. This is how you read that Pasuk. If it's as clear as daylight that this person might kill you, I not. We're not discussing actual day, actual night. We're discussing is it as clear as daylight that he's prepared to kill? Then you can kill him. The im is fake If it's a doubt, milsa If it's a doubt whether he actually wants to kill you, Sorry, let me just read this. Again, the emis is fake. If it's not a, it's as doubt, like at night, it's dark, it's not so clear. And you're not allowed to save yourself. There's a discussion, right? She tells us exactly what's going on here, but very simply, um, we know that if someone breaks into the the din of a bulba machtere, someone who tunnels into your house, someone who breaks into your house at night, 
you're allowed to kill them. The Gomorrah says they're like a roidate. They know that if they break into someone's house, house, the person will wake up, realize they're there, and do what they can and protect their property. So they know they're in for a fight and that they might have to kill the homeowner. So therefore, they're like a roidate, they're like a murderer, and you can kill them. What's this pasuk? This pasuk is saying that's all where you know he's come with the intent or the or that he's prepared to kill. What happens if it's a father breaking into his son's house or something like that? A father is unlikely to take it that far, and therefore that's misfake Kalilas as unclear as not, then you would not be allowed to kill the intruder. Okay, sixth one. The stars of his darkness are dim. Or and he hopes for or the ain, but there is no light. Or there is no or. Or and he will not see the dawn. By the fact that it says he hopes for or, it means he hopes for the day. We see that or is day. It says, no, he is cursing himself or cursing his luck. He says, He says, may it be a will that the hope of this man, that all this man has to look forward to, sorry, that this man will look forward to, I speaking about himself, he will look forward to light, but he only deserves darkness. I, he's cursing his muzzle, his luck, and saying that not not referring to day to um, not saying he let's look forward to the morning. He's saying he's looking for he'll hope for light and all he will and he doesn't deserve it. He should only have darkness. Maisive, another one. Vaimer achoshek yushufani, vaomar achoshek yushufani. Darkness shadows me, the Laila or Ba'adenu, and night is or that surrounds me. Alma or Yamamahu. We see that night must that or must be day. I David Amelech is saying, I thought that I was surrounded by darkness, but even at night it turns out that or that I was surrounded in day. Hasom Haki Command David. Actually, no, this is what David was saying. I thought that even in Olam Haba, which is like day, I would be surrounded in darkness. I, David HaMelech thought, because of his sin with Bathsheba, that he was going to be, um, that even in Olam Haba, which is light, he would have darkness. But now I see that this day, this world, which is actually similar to night, or Ba'adani, light surrounds me. And what David HaMelech is, are we switching it? It's not that David HaMelech is saying, referring to night and day. He's saying that Olam Habo, which is like night, I thought it would be darkness, and that is. And not only that, this world, which is like night, I'm surrounded by light. Rashi points out, what does this mean? What's it referring to? So he, so he brings him the Gomorrah, it's based on a Gomorrah in Shabbos, I think, um, that a person, that David HaMelech was very, firstly, he was very concerned that because of his sin with Bachevi, he had lost his Olam Haba, but in the end, it turned out he had light. But he says, not only on that, even in this world, when many people were still, 
assume David to be a Rosh and assume that David was getting Olam Haba, was not getting Olam Haba, that he had sinned. It was revealed in this world, even this world, the world of darkness, when David was assumed to be a Rosh, it was revealed and clarified that he was a Tzaddik. When did that happen? When um, Shlomo al-Melech came to enter the temple after building it, the gates were stuck closed. And the only way they opened is when he davened in the merit of his father David, to make it clear that David was a tzaddik and had merit. And that's what um, David is saying here, that even in this world, even at night, or by day, it turned out that I was surrounded by light. It was made clear that I wasn't a sinner. Okay, so then we ask another question. Rebuda says you check on the or of the 14th of Arbos or Shachris and in the morning of the 14th of Shaz Habir and in the time of destroying the Chomets. By the fact that Rebuda says you check on the or of the 14th and in the morning of the 14th, Alma or Urtuhu, we see that or clearly refers to evening. Shmamina, and that's conclusive. Now, interestingly enough, Generally, when the Gemara has a point and it ends off Shmamina, it ends off this is conclusive, we stop there. But we don't stop here. Because Rav Huna can still say, I know that or can mean la, a night or evening, like you've just proven from that Brisa. And Rabbi Yehuda said, you must do Bedikas Chomets at or and at Chakras, in the evening and in the morning. Finally, he says, I agree that or can mean evening. But when it's unspecified, should we not just assume that or means morning? Unless you have reason to say otherwise. So that's why we're going to have to come and try to push through another few proofs to show that or means evening. So they challenge us. When on the 14th is it forbidden to do melacha? This is the fourth parak of Psochim. It discusses that on the 14th era of Pesach, there's a time when it becomes also to do to do melacha. So when is that? Rebbe ben Yaakov Oymem Mishasa Or. Rebbe ben Yaakov says from the time of Or. Rebbe Yehuda Oymem Mishasa Neitzachama. Rebbe Yehuda says from Neitzachama. So Omar lay Rebbe ben Yaakov, the Rebbe Yehuda, Rebbe ben Yaakov said to Rebbe Yehuda, when do you ever find a, a day that is half forbidden to do Malacha and half permitted to do Malacha? Because remember, Rebbe Lezer says it's from the time of Ur, and Rebbe Yehuda said it's from sunrise. So, um, so he said to Rabbi Yehuda, when do you find that half the day is Osir and half the day is Mutai? So, Amalei ha atzma yuchiyach. Hu atzma yuchiyach. This day itself will show, Shemiktsoso mutar bachilas chomet, Shemiktsoso osir bachilas chomet. It says, well, half of the 14th you're allowed to eat chomet, and half of the 14th is forbidden to eat chomet. Ah, so there, so we see that you can split a day between what's Osir and Mutai. So the, but the Gomorrah brings, so that's the price, and now the Gomorrah brings its proof. It says, By the fact that when that Rabbi Yehuda says, you can't do Malacha from Neitzachama, when Rabbi Yehuda said, you can't do Malacha from Or, he must have meant the evening. So we see that Or means evening. It says, La, my Or, no, not necessarily. What does Rabbi Yehuda mean when he says, Or, Amura Shachar, Dawn. Dawn is when it just starts to get light. Sunrise is when the sun comes up 
over the Raza. Now, I hachi the ka'omer lei heichon matzini yom shi miksosa muta basiyas malacha miksosa also basiyas malacha neime iu lenafshe i kalayla de koshari. He says, wait, but then the discussion doesn't make sense. Because we said, Rabbi Leza ben Yaakov said to Rabbi Yehuda, when do you ever have a day that half of it is mutar in doing malacha and half is osir in doing malacha? But if you learn that Rabbi Leza ben Yaakov, when he said, Ori meant dawn, well, you also have half of the 14th, the night is mutar b'malacha, and half of the 14th, the day from dawn onwards is mutar. So what's his question? So the Gemara says, no, Rebbe Lezben Yaakov hachi koma. Rebbe Lezben Yaakov was saying as follows, Bishleim alididi eshlechon dekol palgi rabbonen bein yomoma lelayla. It makes sense according to me because we find that the rabbis sometimes split between the day and the night. For example, Gabay Tanis Tzibur ba fast days. At Mosai, Oichel Veshoisa, At Shiala Murashachar, Divrei Rebbe Lezer Ben Yaakov. You're allowed to, according to Rebbe Lezer Ben Yaakov, you're allowed to eat and drink until dawn. Rebbe Shimon Omer, At Koras HaGever. Rebbe Shimon says, okay, until the rooster crows. But Ela Ledidoch, but according to you, Rebbe Yehuda, Hecheshkona, Yomoma Gufa, Depliki Barabonan, when do you ever find a day, the, the day itself, the rabbi split in half? Uh, what's Rebbe Lezer's question? He's saying, I have a precedent that you can split, you can give different halachas to the night and different halachas to the day. As we find by fast days, when do fast days start? At dawn. So the night you're allowed to eat, the day from dawn onwards you're not allowed to eat. But you, Rebbe Yehuda, you said it's from sunrise. When do we ever find that something's split between the start of the day and a bit into the day? And in that, Omar Lei, who atzmoyochiach, Rebbe Yehuda said, this Erev Pesach day itself shows us. Because half of Erev Pesach, you're allowed to eat chometz. And half, it doesn't mean literally half half, it means some of Erev Pesach, you're allowed to eat chometz. And some of Erev Pesach, you're not allowed to eat chometz. So we see that. What do we see? That we do split. Okay, but again, how's this all tying back to al Sugya? We wanted to say, Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov said, Or, and Rabbi Yehuda said, um, Nates from sunrise. So he wanted to say, Or must mean evening and Nates, as we know, means sunrise. And we said that's not conclusive. Rabbi Eliezer might actually be referring to dawn. But just back to continue analyzing this brysa, Uh, so I lost the place. So the Gemara, Shapir Kamalei Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi Yehuda had a very good response to Rabbi Eliezer. Again, what did Rabbi Yehuda say? Rabbi Yehuda says, look at today, look at Erev Pesach itself. Some of the day is Osur to eat Chometz, and some of the day is Mutar to eat Chometz. So Rabbi Eliezer, why do you have such an issue with saying, some of the day is Mutar B'Melocha, and some of the days Osur B'Melacha. So the Gemara answers, Hachik Omelei Rebbe Lezer. Rebbe Lezer says to him, Amin Eloch Ana Melacha D'Rabbonon V'Ato Marki Chomet Doraisa. D'Ad Hacha Osur Achmona V'Ad Hacha Shor Achmona. He says, no. This that we don't do Melacha on Erev Pesach is only an Isud D'Rabbonon. Which, if it's Isud D'Rabbonon, the Rabbis have to be clear. And we don't find Isud D'Rabbonon that are half Half it should be clear either night or day, but not start half a bit into the day. And you, Rabbi Yehuda, are discussing this. Oh, that's also to eat chametz, which is 
Isra Remember, granted we always speak about the Isra of Chomets being on Pesach, but Doraisa it actually starts from midday. The reason for that, we'll see later in the Masech, that has to do with when you, with the Korban Pesach. You could start offering the Korban Pesach from midday, so you're not allowed to eat Chomets from midday. But again, what do we see? That Rabbi Eliezer is saying to Rabbi Yehuda, look, you can't bring a proof to how the rabbis should make the Xeris from the mitzvah Doraisa. The Torah tells us when you can, and the Torah tells us when you can't. It's beyond our logic, our frame of reference. But for the rabbis to come and make a random uh, time frame as their distinction between when you can do melacha when you can't do melacha Rabbi Leza says when do we see that so how does Rabbi Yehuda respond he says there are rabbinic hours I, I don't know if you remember last year's Erev Pesach when we stop eating chomets from about 10am because they're rabbinic hours According to this, Israel Drabonon of when you're allowed to eat chomets. So he says, we do see that the rabbis make distinctions in the middle of a day. Before t- approximately t- 9 or 10 a.m., you, again, it depends. I'm just giving approximates. Don't use those times. We'll discuss it later on in the Masechta. But before 9 or 10 a.m., let's just say in Johannesburg, you could eat chomets. After 9 or 10 a.m., you can't eat chomets. And that's all Drabonon. So he says, so Rabbi Yehuda will say, you see that the rabbis do cut a day in half in what's mutter and what's asr. Ve'edech, oh, so how does Rabbi Lezer respond to that? He says, Har-cho-ka-hu-ta-ovid-rabbanon-lo-ta-or-ha-isa. He says, no, that is just the rabbis making a harchoka, a protection from coming to do the isidoraisa. Now he's saying there are different types of gzairas. He's saying this gzaira is of uh, of not doing malach on Erev Pesach is is a standalone gezeira. Therefore, it would make sense if the rabbi split it between before dawn or after dawn. At night, you can do melacha. At day, you can't do melacha. But this gezeira of you can't eat chomets two hours before midday, well, that's not that's not a standalone gezeira. That's just to protect you from accidentally transgressing the isudoraisa of accidentally eating chomets past or owning chomets past midday. So therefore, it is nest. Therefore, a harchok, the harchoka is built onto the doraisa, and it's not a standalone gezeira that you can bring as a proof that the rabbis would split half the days being musar, some of the days being mutar, and some of the days being osir. Okay, I think we'll leave it there for today. Where we're we holding at the moment, that just in short, we asked, we saw the when the Mishnah started off with the phrase all arbosa boitkin by the on the. Or of the 14th, you check Boitkin as a Chomets, you check for Chomets. We're trying to work out is or the night or the day. And we brought that we do see that or can refer to evening, but we kind of now moved on to the next step and said, but why should we assume it means evening? Isn't it more likely to say that or means day, light, when, when it's light, when it's day? And that will continue with that tomorrow to try and prove either way.